Now's a good time to remember where the story of tequila started. In 1795, the first tequila distillery was opened by the Cuervo family. And 229 years later, Cuervo is still going strong. Family owned from the start. Same family, same land. Now's a good time to enjoy Cuervo, the tequila that invented tequila. Go to Cuervo.com to shop tequila or visit a store near you. Cuervo, now's a good time. Trademarks owned by Beckless AB to CV 2024, Proximo, Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. You're listening to DraftKings Network. The John Anik and Kenny Florian podcast. John Anik and Kenny Florian. I love them. I can't get enough of them. Let's hear that boss next. Big job there from Duffy and Frank Mir is hurt now. They're a couple of absolutely self-involved bull artists. Here are your hosts, John Anik and Kenny Florian. Well, we hope your week is going well. It is episode 398 of the Anakin Florian podcast presented by DraftKings. And that means that next week is our 400th episode. So uh, wow. get out the balloons. Wow. Ken Flo's going skydiving to celebrate. Is that right? No, <laughs> oh, no, I'm afraid of heights, John. Yeah, <laughs> I am too. Very I afraid. wouldn't even bungee jump in one of those controlled too. settings. Are you? All of us. How about that? <laughs> My wife went skydiving and I was like, I can't believe you're doing this. It was terrifying. I, yeah, you I'm know, terrified. It, yeah. If Petrie wasn't in such a hole and I wasn't taking the punishment with him, I would maybe suggest some sort of heights punishment for the loser <laughs> of the 2023 main event challenge. I don't know. I <laughs> yeah. So Ray Longo always seems to sing your praises as we yeah. like to do as well. You get a lot of love on these airwaves. You deserve it. But uh, you have lost a lot of close fights this year. This show, I feel like we do a pretty good job balancing talking about mixed martial arts with balancing with with the scoring and the judging. Mm -hmm. But I guess I'm just curious how you saw the Leon Edwards, Kamar Usman fight, how you saw the Justin Gaethje, Rafael Fazeev fight, uh, given the fact that you were on both favorites and those fights Mm -hmm. uh, went to both dogs. Yeah, I lost uh, a lot. I, I was doing okay. I won my parlay, and then those final two fights, I said, you know what? 
wallets fat let's reload your reads are good uh listen yeah it's my fault for downing justin gaethje i mean it was a phenomenal performance he sized up as he looked to be in the best shape of his career the thing is is like when gaethje gets in that third round he's so quick and explosive that third round those shots aren't coming like that but they were this fight and that's what he did his best round was the was the third round where he did a lot of his damage and he looked great i have no problem with that decision and i have no problem with the main event i had two units i doubled down and did two units on kamar Usman. i really had a good feeling about it and i i had it four one three two leon i just did and, and i've been getting a lot of messages about biasy from bisbing for his englishman and all this i don't know if i really necessarily saw that too much I thought Leon landed at the cleaner shots. Leg kicks count, yeah. people. Body kicks count. You know what I mean? And I thought Kamaro just looked a little hesitant and really just kind of slow and non-explosive. And uh, he landed one really good uh, single leg takedown. was very explosive. I believe it was in the third round. Um, yeah. but other than that, his takedowns looked a little kind of off to me. But I had I had it without the point taken away. And, and, I, and I'm glad the point was taken away. That was pretty egregious. Um, I did have Leon win in that fight. I mean, worst case scenario draw, but I thought Leon looked better and he landed the more significant strikes. He did the more damage to me. And uh, yeah, I had no problem with that. I did have a problem with the Santos fight, though, in the prelims. That's the only one. I thought Santos beat Laurel Murphy, but, but besides all that, nah, I, I was okay with the judges. Yeah, I, I think a lot of that hesitancy had to do with those leg kicks. I think they really yeah. slowed him down. And again, having that history of, of having a bad wheel, that knee, yeah. I think Leon Edwards really wanted to attack those those legs and, and slow him down. I think I think it worked. Yeah. All right, as we update the standings, Ken Flo, I want to look back at your week. Plus $415. You did hit on both underdogs, Justin Gaethje and Leon Edwards. I mean, you're really a gangster in so many walks of life. You really are. Yeah. Uh, you had two units on Gunnar Nelson. You weren't at all scared of the price, and you didn't have to sweat that one out. You could smile a little bit. I mean, you're having a hell of a year. <laughs> no, I mean, well, here's the thing. I've been up in the past. I've been up yeah. in the past. I know how this game is brutal. And, and, yeah. and, and Brian, I'm not sleeping on this kid. Hey, he could come right back next week. We're not and talking about him about. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking yeah. about you. Yeah, so Ken. Ken, you did a shows great week. Plus, you're plus $25 for the year, but that doesn't at all reflect just how sharp your handicapping has been. Even on this card, Kenny, right? You're... The, the fights you didn't hit, Casey O'Neill and Roman Delizze, there's segments of the population that believe that those fighters won. Anything for mm -hmm. us on those two pay-per-view fights that did not go your way, Ken Flo? Yeah, you know, um, the, the Delizze fight, I thought that um, he's got an argument. I thought he was landing some good shots. Vittoria, I thought, was busier. Um, but I thought, again, the shots that Delizze was landing, I thought were a little bit more impactful. Maybe I'm biased there. I, I did not. Candidly, I did not go back and watch that. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with the Maya fight. I thought the Maya fight, they got that one right. Um, I thought O'Neal came on a little too bit, too, a uh, little too late, uh, on, in that fight. She should have been a little bit sharper to start. But anyways, um, yeah, uh, so Delizze, I think has, has a bit of an argument, but, uh, no problem with the O'Neal Maya fight at all. Bri, you did have Jennifer yeah. Maya plus 155. She really got a lot done. Good combinations. Looked really good and maybe more of a boxing stance than a Muay Thai stance we've seen in the past. And all hail Casey O'Neill, right? King Casey O'Neill coming mm -hmm. back from like nine months of an ACL surgery. She didn't have the full 12 months and in perpetual forward motion. Uh, I do think that she'll be better in the future, but it's minus 415 bucks for you, BP, and uh, yeah. minus 2120 on the year. So we have some work to do, but absolutely, given the way I know you're not, you're totally undeterred because you know yeah. Yeah. that you have the ability to whack a five-unit play, right? Sure does. You're not constrained. March. 
by the 2022 main event challenge scoring system. It's March, baby. So, it's March. We got time. We got real quick. I want to give a little more compliments to Ken Flo. I listened and I was on a uh, lot of podcasts this week. I did a lot of shows this week. This fat face was everywhere. There were people uh, who love Judson Gaethje, their favorite fighter, and they weren't willing to lay the nuts and bet him because Fazeev was this unstoppable striking beast. You broke that fight down perfect. You were confident. And that's why you're the best. And that's why this show's the best. And that's why people should listen to you. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you. Buddy. There you go. Thank See, you, people have it twisted. It's not Longo. It's flow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All right. So let us make some predictions. UFC fight night, Sandhagen versus Vera. We will start at middleweight. Chidi and Jakuani, minus 165. Albert Durayev, plus 140. So Enjikwani, Bry, and we won't mm -hmm. have you lead on all of these, rest assured, no, because fine, we yeah. have a deficit to make up, but he is coming off his first UFC loss. Wild one against Gregory Rodriguez. Durayab also coming off a loss to uh, New Mansa Joaquin Buckley last June. Who do you have here? Uh, listen, Chidi Bang Bang is a guy that, uh, first of all, the nickname is is perfect for him, right? Uh, this is a guy that's, I mean, I don't know what's more powerful, his voice or his actual hands and feet and elbows. I mean, this guy is pure striking. Uh, I picked him last time against Gregor Rodriguez. I liked him, but, but he slowed down. Like, he cracked Gregor Rodriguez, put the giant fucking, that's permanent on Rodriguez, and then, but just huh. couldn't really catch up his cardio, you know? And then Albert Durayev. All four of his losses come by getting finished, right? The guy has durable issues coming off the Joaquin Buckley knockout, but he does have some good wrestling. He is aggressive. Undersized, I think. I think he probably is a 170. Cheaty's huge. He's 6'3". Derives 5'11". Not, you know, a little light in the ass for 185, in my opinion. Um, but he is with Chris Curtis, and he's with Sean Strickland. He's with those guys in Vegas being a killer right now, and I think styles make fights. And the only way for me to, to, to cut this deficit and take some dogs here – I think Durev could get this fight to the ground. I think Chidi is, is susceptible to getting takedowns and getting ground and pounded it. Uh, it's only lost by once by submission. Um, so I don't know if a submission is going to happen. But I see Durev getting it down, avoiding the big shots. Because if he gets hit once, I think it might be over. Avoiding the big shots, getting this fight to the ground, using your cardio, using your smaller frame to get it on the legs. Uh, give me Durev here by the dog. Dog, and, and I like a finish. I think a finish is going to happen. Give me Durev. Chidi and Jokowani. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> I mean, that's why you just. My testosterone just went up, by the way. I, I, isn't that amazing? I you don't need. I feel good. You don't need your Golly. testosterone shot today. You just get that. Uh, that's the guy that. That's the that's the voice of the guy that Petrie just picked against. <laughs> Damn. Damn, Damn that's man. good. Oh, man. Uh, listen, this is a tricky one for me. Um, you know, not as tricky as the main event, I think. But, um, you know, Brian made a lot of great points, uh, as he very intelligently mentioned. Styles do make fights. I'm a little nervous for Njikawani on the grappling side of things. However, he does have a huge advantage on the striking, I think. Um, you know, I, I don't know if this is a finish by Duraev, but um, I do think uh, – it if he does win, it probably goes to decision. But because of that, I think it gives Njikawani 15 minutes to try to land one of those big shots. I think he can do it. Um, so I'm going Njikawani here. Chidi, Njikawani, minus 165 for Ken Flo. I am never going to try to imitate that man again. <laughs> <laughs> That's so deep. Right, and flyweight, Manel Cop, he of Remember the Show fame, minus 205, Alex Perez, plus 175. 
Cop has been super competitive, Kenny. We'll lead with you here. In all of his UFC starts, he's won the last three of them. He's got championship momentum now. Uh, Perez, tough run of late on the other side. Hasn't been able to compete a lot when he has. He's lost quickly. It's a big fight here at Flyweight, Ken Flo. We, uh, we need a prediction right here, right now. Yeah, I, I like Manel Cop. Um, I, I think that uh, Perez is very good. I think there's a lot of um, skills that he possesses. But as far as putting it all together, doing it at the right time, I, I think it's tough, especially against a guy in Cop who I think uh, is going to be a handful. He's extremely fast, very powerful. I think he's putting it together way now, way more now uh, in his UFC career. He's way more comfortable in the octagon, it seems. And uh, I think it's Cop's uh, fight to lose. I, I like Manel Cap here. Brian Petrie, what do you think? The former world title challenger, Alex Perez, plus 175. You got to think you're going to get a big effort out of him given recent mm-hmm. results. Or do you like Manel Cop north of two to one? So let's hope Alex Perez makes it. I mean, there's a lot of cancel fights on his record. You know, he he's very inconsistent with injuries and everything, and he's coming back. This is a big fight for him. He has no favorites. I mean, he went on a run where he went, won three in a row, all three, and then he got a title shot. All three are no longer in the UFC. Then he got submitted by Devison Figueiredo in very early, and then obviously the Pantoja fight very early as well. Uh, his light kicks are beautiful. His power is good, but I think he's a little bit overrated. I think he's a fun fighter. He was one, off that first season the, of the Contender Series, and I think people really made some of them. Now, Manel Cops, my guy. This is my guy right here. Love this guy. This is finally talent meets hard work. He was always talented. He always had the skills. Now he's working hard. He was at AK for a while, shored up his wrestling. Now he's down in Vegas. And I just hear worlds about this guy in the room, about him, just just everything. And, and then he, he picked his shots so beautifully. He's got everything, everything in the tools. His takedown fits is there. His power's there. His speed's there. His timing's there. I love this guy. I love him so much. This is a whale play. Max Ooh. Ben, five unis. Ooh. Let's get back into it, baby. Five unis. Let's go. All right, mess so, around. Uh, I love uh, it. So I believe it's 1025 bucks or so on Manel Cop. Tired of snooty wines and their old wine culture? Confused by words like malolactic fermentation? Yeah, we are too. So with 19 Crimes, you can do the fancy schmancy tilt-sip smell routine or don't. 19 Crimes is the rebel of wine and culture, telling the stories of rogues and rule breakers who overcame adversities. From convicts banished to Australia to the legendary icon Snoop Dogg himself, 19 Crimes Wine is defiant by nature, bold in character, and always uncompromising. 19 Crimes, the official wine of UFC. Pick up in stores nationwide or online at 19crimes.com. Enjoy responsibly. 2024, Sonoma, California. Let's go, to win. I like it, PP. I like it. You got a lot of fucking tools, but I like watching both of these guys, but I like yeah. that you're still on the table. And we do remind our viewers that, uh, and our listeners, of course, the diehards on the audio side dating to April of 2015, that these guys can abstain and they don't have to pick every fight. They can leave one on the board. All of these odds, courtesy of DraftKings Sportsbook. Next up, Macy Barber, minus 205. Same price here, guys. Andrea KGB Lee is plus 175. Ninth UFC appearance for Macy Barber. She has won her last three. Andrea Lee has won two of her last three, but she has not fought since a loss to Viviani Ujo last May. Brian Petrie, Macy Barber, the favorite, or Andrea Lee, the dog? Yeah, Macy was the next big thing, right? And I just feel like the injury, and then when she came back against uh, Miranda Maverick, I thought she lost that fight even though she won. She looked good her last time out, and I think... 
I don't know if her skills have plateaued. I don't know if she's going anywhere else, but I feel like she's a little stagnant. I think there's way more that she could be doing. I mean, I think she's incredibly talented. You look at Andrea Lee, she's bouncing around her camps. You know, she's had a lot of things going on in her life and she's just kind of on it. She's very aggressive, very um, forward pressure. She's good off her back. She mixes in takedowns. She's short up her cardio, very high volume. Macy's more of a uh, punch selection kind of fighter as more as a high volume. This could be interesting here. And the way the judges are going, you know, I, I you know, I'm going to abstain from this fight. This is the fight I'm going to abstain from because I just, I, I think Macy Barber is going to win, but with the way judges are going, I don't know how they I think yeah. this fights could be everywhere. I don't know how they're going to score it. And again, I just max, I just well played Manel cop. I don't want to lose it on this. So let me abstain. Macy Barber's the pick though. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. See, I don't know how I would proceed if I had a $2,000 deficit right now, because if you guys agree a lot, right? Like you're going to have to take some chances. I know it's only match, right? But I think you got to take yeah. some chances. And he's certainly taken one here with Manel Kopp. I'm still stuck on that. He obviously did not make the selection. Ken Flo for the record on Macy Barber. Modest 205, Andrew Lee plus 175. Kenny, what do you have for us? Yeah, th this was a tricky one uh, for me as well, because I think uh, there is some value on Andrea Lee here. Um you know, Macy Barber, the way that she fights, she tends to get to the clinch. She'll stay busy there. But as far as causing damage, I think Andrea Lee has more of a chance of causing damage and perhaps even getting a finish. I think Macy Barber's pacing might be a problem for Andrea Lee here. Um, but I don't know. It, th this is tricky. Andrea Lee's got some good skills. She's got some good long-range weapons. Uh, I think she has some decent submissions as well. She is tough as nails. Macy oh, yeah. Barber is tough as nails as well. Um, and I think the key here is going to be the the start of Macy Barber. If she can get off to a good start, I think she can, uh, you know, cruise and, and and win this fight and take control. Um, but uh, sometimes we see her get off to a slow start. That that is a little nerve wracking. So I understand why why Brian is hesitant on this one. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm picking Macy Barber here. Kenflow goes Macy Barber minus two hundred five. All right, next up Nate Landwehr. What does your shirt say, Kenflow? Night market? Is that what your Night shirt says? Market. Night market. Night market. Good, good Thai restaurant in Vegas. Yeah, Ooh, nice. well, in, in LA as well. That's where I first nice. went. But there's another one right. in uh, the Virgin. Check it out. All right, Nate Landwehr minus two seventy five. Austin Lingo plus two thirty. Lingo has not fought since a win over Luis Saldana, August 2021. He's 9-1 overall, Bri. Only mm -hmm. lost by unanimous decision to Yusuf Salah. That was February of 2020. Actually was going to return in 2022. Had to pull out of a fight against David Onama during fight week. Then there was a fight actually this month against Ricardo Hamos, but the latter weighed in eight pounds heavy. So Lingo's return comes against Landwehr, who's won two in a row, Brian Petrie. Yeah. You like Nate the train to keep it going, or you like the dog, Austin Lingo? 
Boys, we're on the tracks. We're on the Nate the Train tracks, baby. Clarksville, Tennessee, stand up. I love Nate the Train. I love this guy's energy. This dude just fights, right? Before he even before he even really became a professional, he just fought. Like that's what he loves to do. And now he's really taking it serious. This guy's cardio is through the roof. His toughness is through the roof. And he's coming off two really good wins. I mean, truly really good wins where he showed his cardio and toughness as well around the game. Got a submission over Luva Klein. You know, beat David Onama, which was a whale play for me back in the day because David Onama is a great fighter, right? But Nate the Train, there's just something about him. I need him on that microphone. I need him shouting out his wife and in Clarksville, Tennessee, and that just that that Tennessee Diaz vibe that he's giving me. I love it. You got Austin Lingo, who's a tough dude, right? Very good boxer. It's just so basic. Power not really there. I don't think he's going to stutter, Nate. He's landed over 100 strikes in two fights two fights ago and never really rocked a guy, so I'm questioning his power a little bit. Props for him to take this fight with, you know, he cut weight, got missed weight two weeks later, now he's here. That whole limbo thing kind of scares me. Regardless, though, this could be another max play for me because I love Nate the Train Landwehr. I love his personality. I love his fighting style. I think he's going to put a pace, pressure on Lingo. It's going to break him. Uh, maybe not finish because Lingo is very durable, but give me Nate the Train, baby. Get Nate I know those kids, those kids, those memes and those gifs or whatever, Cody, sure. and all those children call the memes and the gifs. You make yeah. one of Brian Petrie saying, I need him. I need Nate, Nate the train, <laughs> Landwehr. I need him. Uh, Kenny, Austin Lingo, Nate Landwehr. Landwehr's won a couple fights in a row. Pretty good competition. Uh, David Onama and Ludovic Klein, who just competed last weekend, uh, but maybe a prohibitive price here, nearly three to one. Yeah, this oh, is going to be. It's a gif, not gif like the peanut butter. Fuck, man. it's all right right, you can say whatever you want john it's fine it's fine it looks like if i thought it was uh, yeah sorry kenny yeah no it's all good i uh i I like this fight this could be a fight of the night uh type fight here as well i i think um lingo's a very talented striker uh landwehr's got to be careful on the feet a little bit but i i like his pacing as well i like his ability to grind he is more than proven his toughness and durability uh in fights so um yeah give me give me hick diaz dude there he is I there like it. It. all right and we'll go right back to ken flow on the co-main event at bantamweight because petrie's gonna lead the dance on the main event co-main 135 pounds holly home minus 230 Yana Santos is plus 195 home coming off that split loss to ketlin vieta last may very close fight Holly pretty upset with the decision that night. Uh, Santos, formerly Kunitskaya, has taken some time off to have a child, Tiago Santos, the husband and the father, if you're wondering. She lost to Irene Aldana last time out by TKO. That was July of 2021, but she had beaten Ketlin Vieta earlier that year. Holly Holm, minus 230. Kenny, Yana Santos, plus 195. I think Yana Santos is, is, is tough as nails. I, I think Holly, uh, she's been fighting a long time. But I, I think she's still going to be tough in there. Um, I, I think that everything that Yana does, Holly does a little bit better. Um, and, of course, Holly has just so much experience. I think the key for her, for her, though, is to go out there, take control of the fight from the get-go, be confident, be nice and relaxed, let your tools work for you, and, and, and take control. Keep Yana on the outside. Yana does have an ability to grind, but I don't think it's going to be enough here against Holly Holm. Uh, I like Holly here. I like Holly, and I'd like to uh, add another unit to that. Pay. Hey. Oh, look at that. So $460 to pay 400 on Holly Home for Kenflow. Hey, Kenny, by the way, how's my Wi-Fi? Has, how's my video? Is it freezing today? Be honest. Nobody else say anything. It's a freezing bit. a little bit. 
All right. Bet. So bet. just so you know, bro, so just so you know, yeah. in the last three weeks, I've spent about $600 trying to oh. solve this problem. No, hear me out. So I have a brand That's new good. modem downstairs, but some people are now telling me that when you get your modem through Xfinity, it's not quite as good, right? So now I'm going to go buy some fucking $400 modem at the store. Hang on, right? I'm hardwired to a, gr- a brand new fucking router as well, right? And I've gone up like three, I've gone up as high as you can in terms of whatever internet speed I can. And it is fiber optic as well. So now some people are telling me I got to pay 200 bucks a month just for like exclusive fiber optics. So whatever we need to do, but obviously Kenny, that was not the update that I was looking for. Uh, co-main event at Bantamweight, Brian Petrie, Holly home minus 230, Giannis Santos plus 195. Fuck. I don't know what the internet situation is. Florida, John, what is going on well, no, there, my, my twin, guy? My twin brother, my twin Same brother, thing? your biggest fan, yeah. lives 2.6 miles away. No issues whatsoever. Yeah, so. that's 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 absurd. Uh, I'm sorry, Johnny. But yeah, this is a good fight. I mean, listen, I'm down. So I should I should take Giannis Santos, but I just can't. She doesn't throw enough for me. Her three-round fight against Kent Vera, she threw 47 strikes in three rounds. You know what I mean? She just doesn't have the volume, and that's what Holly Holm does. The Caitlin Vera fight was weird. Holly Holm is probably, if not the most decorated female martial artist. I mean, she boxing, kickboxing, MMA. Her last fight, she looked like a professional Greco-Roman with all the clinching. I mean, she is trying to do it all. I think she needs to stay on the outside here. She hasn't had a finish since 2017 of her. Bet's Kaeda. And I, I would like to see. I nailed that, John. I nailed that name right there, old Betch. I nailed Betch right there, bro. Uh, I like to see her a little more in space with her kicks and, and, her, and her punch. I mean, her boxing's top notch, right? And, and Yana has been finished on the ground. Holly can wrestle now. She's proven that. Cardio's never a problem. So as much as I want to go against opposite Ken Flo, I got to pick my spots, and this wasn't the one I'm going to pick. So I'm going to go Holly home as well. All right, and we will go right back to you on the main event. Corey Sandhagen coming off a TKO of Song Yudong last September is minus 155. Marlon Chito Vera plus 135. Sandhagen has lost two of three, but he has a green stripe on his Wikipedia page. And if he is the guy to upend Cheeto here and halt Cheeto's momentum, Sandhagen's next fight absolutely could be for a belt. I know we have a little bit of a log jam at 135 pounds. On mm-hmm. the other side, Cheeto has won four in a row. And as the greatest finisher all time in this division, if he wins a fifth straight here against Corey Sandhagen, even by decision, his next fight's going to be for the title, even if it's fucking mm-hmm. 12 months down the line. Brian right. Petrie, Corey Sandhagen, the favorite. Marlon Cheeto Vera, the underdog, will need a prediction right now. I love this fight. I was bummed when they moved this fight because then I just had to wait longer for it. I lo- this is great. A, a plus matchmaking. Uh, listen, th- this is an interesting fight because Corey Stang is a guy I'm very high on, and I'm high on Cheeto. I slept on Cheeto for a while, if I'm going to be honest with you, but he's different, right? I mean, Corey Stang laid 169 strikes over Petrion, excuse me, and I think he might have won that fight. If you people, I w- went back and rewatched it. That was a very close fight. And Sandhagen against Song Yudong, physically, it looked great. Mixed in his wrestling, which, I mean, he didn't land a lot of takedowns, but he mixed it up and obviously opened that cut on Song Yudong. Then you got Chido Vera, who his last three fights has been outstruck, but it doesn't matter because he's built different. You know what I mean? The guy hits you, you feel it. The guy hits you, he hurts you. Um, Corey, obviously, has never been finished by knockout. You know, Petrion dropped him, but obviously, Aljo got him a submission. Um, and I don't see a submission threat being here with, with Vera. Vera's going to keep this fight to the, on the feet. Obviously, the easy prediction is Vera drops the first couple because that's what he does and then wins late. But this is a different guy. This is a different athletic dude here. And I got to be honest with you, I was going to take the dog no matter what. I think is that even of a fight? And with Cheeto being the dog, I'm going to go dog here. I mean, I can't I can't go against Cheeto with the streak. 
I think leg kicks are going to be a problem. He's going to slow down uh, Corey with, with with his movement. And uh, give me Cheeto Vera here. Plus, I, think, I feel like he's earned it, right? He's been in the UFC forever. He's had four, 40 different haircuts, 40 different <laughs> facial hairstyles. This guy needs a shot here. I'm a Cheeto guy. Uh, give me Cheeto. We did do an interview with Cheeto Vera, I think, four or five weeks ago. You can check that out on the DraftKings YouTube channel right now. Just search Anik Florian Cheeto Vera. If I know Ken Flo, this is one of the harder main events that he'll have to to select all year. We've had both guys on the show. You really admire both of these guys. Corey Sandhagen, Cheeto Vera, you still reserve the right to abstain, Kenny, and I wouldn't be surprised to see you do so. But uh, at least please give us your analysis and uh, a prediction if you uh, are so inclined. I I really do love this fight, John. I think you summed it up perfectly for me. Thank you very much. Um, Sanhagen, uh, I think, is a tremendous fighter who moves extremely well. And I think it's going to come down to that movement. I think he's got to be able to move in and move out without taking those calf kicks, leg kicks, and body shots from Cheeto Vera. Uh, And Brian, I thought you said it brilliantly. I think Cheeto is very good with his ability to uh, slow you down over time. I think he's an absolute menace inside the octagon. He has finishing on his mind at all times during a fight. He's looking for a way not to win rounds. He's looking for a way to get you the hell out of there, no matter what. He's a killer. He will walk you down, but he's facing a guy in Sanhagen who knows how to avoid that kind of pressure extremely well. And if it does become a dogfight, I think Sanhagen can meet him there. Um, I don't know if he wants to go there necessarily against Cheeto Vera, but I do think he's got that dog in him as well. Um, But um, Cheeto tends to get stronger during a fight. And I have seen in the past, there are times where Sanhagen can take his foot off the gas a little bit. So that is a concern. Um, Sanhagen, if he does get off to a great start, he's got to keep it and he's got to be smart later in this fight. Um, I've been waiting for this fight for a long time, just like you, Brian. I am going to avoid picking it. Um, but, uh, I, I will say this. I think, you know, as far as, you know, uh, who wins, how do they win? I wouldn't be surprised to see Cheeto get a finish maybe or Sanhagen win by decision. You know, I mm-hmm. think that's good. People are looking at this fight and picking a fighter. That's kind of how I would break it down on that level. But um, what a fight. Two of the best at 135 pounds in the world right now. I can't wait for it. And I do feel like if I was allowed in this competition between you guys, I feel like I would probably abstain on a lot of these elite main events because mm. it just seems so hard to me at the highest level, you know, to uh, to make a prediction. All right. If you want more from uh, Brian Petrie, the MMA Takes podcast and at yes. Brian Petrie MMA on social media, brother. Hey, uh, have a great week and uh, we will talk to you uh, in the not too distant future. I trust. Awesome, boys. I'll see you. Fun pretty. show. Thank you, buddy. There he is, Brian Petrie, with us here on the Anakin Florian Podcast. So the fight was to happen at the UFC Apex. They moved it to San Antonio, Texas. That means a 30-foot octagon instead of a 25-footer. And it also means fans as opposed to no fans. That's the impetus for the move. I do think if you're Cheeto matchup-wise, we saw Aljamain Sterling obviously beat Corey Sandhagen in the little guy. I do think that in this particular matchup, the octagon size is a factor. and I think the 30-footer favors Corey Sandhagen if he had to choose. Uh, yeah. All right, that is going to do it for us. Don't forget an exclusive with Bilal Muhammad over on the Anakin Florian Podcast YouTube channel. Clips right here on the DK channel. And uh, we are right back with you next week. Will it be Cheeto Vera uh, or Corey Sandhagen? Perhaps only God knows. But thanks, everybody, for the support. And uh, we'll talk to you in uh, in about 72 hours. Until then, go later.
Now's a good time to remember where the story of tequila started. In 1795, the first tequila distillery was opened by the Cuervo family. And 229 years later, Cuervo is still going strong. Family owned from the start. Same family, same land. Now's a good time to enjoy Cuervo, the tequila that invented tequila. Go to Cuervo.com to shop tequila or visit a store near you. Cuervo, now's a good time. Trademarks owned by Beckless AB to CV 2024, Proximo, Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. 